morning, church family. Today's reading is from Luke 15, verses 8 to 10, the parable of the lost coin. Or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me. I have found my lost coin. In the same way I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the word of the Lord for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Dennis, and thank you, Richard, for sharing your gifts of music. Let us pray. Wise and loving God, may the words of my mind and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you today and always. Amen. A telemarketer called a home one day, and a soft voice whispered, Hello? Hello, who is this that I'm speaking with? Jimmy? Jimmy, how old are you? I'm four. Jimmy, is your mom home? No, she's not here. Well, Jimmy, then, is your father home? No, he's not here either. Well, Jimmy, are there any adults in the house that I can speak with? The police? The police? Will you put one of them on the phone? Well, they can't come to the phone right now. Is there anybody else in your house, Jimmy? Yes, the firemen. The firemen? Can you put one of them on the phone? No. Well, Jimmy, what on earth could they all be doing? Looking for me? <laughs> Have you ever lost something valuable in your own home? Hopefully not a child, but maybe your wallet or your car keys. I know just the other day I lost the checkbook in my home and I began to tear up the house to try to find the checkbook and finally after an hour I found it sitting next to the peanut butter in the food pantry. Have you ever lost anything valuable in your own home? If so, you know the joy of finally finding it again. Once upon a time, Jesus told a parable about God's love. The parable that Jesus told to the Pharisees and the crowd was the parable of a woman who lost something valuable and found it inside her own home. The parable that Dennis read for us is a short one, and it goes something like this. There was this woman who lived in a house, and she had ten coins. Each one of the coins was worth a full day's wages, and so one of these coins gets lost. And according to the scripture, we're told that the woman looks everywhere in her house to find it. 
she turns on a lamp and she takes a broom and having lit up the house and swept the house, finally, after many uh, uh, searching uh, efforts, she is able to find this lost coin that was very valuable to her. And after she finds it, she calls her friends over and they all have a party and rejoice. After sharing that story, Jesus says that such is what it's like in the kingdom of heaven. That whenever a sinner repents and is found by God, there is rejoicing amongst the angels in heaven. So what are we to make of this parable? How ought we to interpret it? I would suggest that in our interpretation of the parable, what we ought to consider first and foremost before anything else is the position of this text. For the position of this parable gives us some clues as to how we ought to interpret it. And follow my logic here. The parable of the lost coin in Luke's gospel is sandwiched in between two other well-known lost and found parables. Luke's chapter begins with the parable of the lost sheep. You know that parable. Uh, there was a man who had 100 sheep. Uh, one of the sheep ran away, and so he only had 99. And so he went and searched for it and found that sheep. And when the sheep was found, there was a great big party. That was on the top of the sandwich. On the bottom of the sandwich in this scripture is the other well-known parable of the prodigal son. You two know that one. There was a father with two sons. Uh, the younger son took his inheritance, uh, squandered it in wild living. Uh, the son uh, has an a, a aha moment and begins to turn back to the father. The father pursues the son out in the world. They hug and kiss. And once again, there's this great big party that is thrown for the son. And so it is in heaven uh, when a sinner repents and a lost person comes back home. Well, given where this scripture is located in Luke's gospel between that sandwich, it would be correct of us to interpret the woman in the parable as God and the valuable coin in the parable to be one of God's children who is lost. So just as the shepherd and the father go searching after someone who is lost, so too does the woman in this parable Go searching after this valuable coin. But scholars mention that there is one difference, a key difference, a nuance of the parable of the lost coin that really makes it unique from those other two lost parables. And it is this. The woman goes to find the valuable coin, not out in the world where the sheep and the younger son were found, the woman finds the coin inside her own house. The woman didn't lo lose the coin at Publix. The woman lost the coin inside her own home. Friends, hear the good news. God finds lost children inside God's own home. Yes, that means you and me. For if we read ourselves into this scripture and we find ourselves inside God's house, part of what we say is, well, maybe God has this ability to find me even when I'm lost. The parable introduces kind of a brutal truth, if you will, that from time to time, we as God's children inside God's house still feel lost, alone, or separated from 
from God. Consider for a moment where you might today feel lost from God or distant from God's presence. Or as one Bible commentator puts it, consider where you have felt recently dark or where there has been something dirty in your life and you just feel as though you are lost from God. For if you follow the logic of this parable, if the woman had to do two things to find the coin, which is light a lamp and sweep with the broom, then you can imagine that the reason why the coin was lost is either because there was darkness or it was too dirty. Where might you be feeling lost today in your own walk of faith? Maybe you feel the darkness of worry that has set in and it's become dark or the darkness of grief and you feel alone. Or the darkness of fear, fear perhaps even of death. Is it all real? Is heaven really eternal? Maybe you feel lost today in some kind of personal darkness. Or maybe you feel lost today having had to deal with the the dirtiness of living in our everyday world. For over the past couple of weeks, we have all experienced some dirty politics. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, I bet you could agree that the last couple of weeks has gotten rather dirty. And you wonder, where do, I, where do I find God amidst all of this? I just kind of feel lost. Or perhaps it's a dirty habit or a dirty person in your life that's just an enemy and is wrecking havoc on you and you just can't get past that person or group of people. Where recently in your everyday darkness or dirtiness of daily life do you feel lost or apart from God? For when we read ourselves into this parable, part of what we do is we say, you know, Jesus was right. It is possible to feel lost and separated from God, even when we are God's children inside God's own house. But the good news of this text for you and I who are in God's house this very morning is that God will do whatever God can searching furiously around the home to be sure that one of God's children is found and embraced again. When I teach preaching to to, to other ministers, one of the tips that I often like to give them is to think about how many times in their sermon they can use a sentence with God followed by an action verb. Part of what the parable of the lost coin does for the preacher is it gives the preacher some dynamite action verbs that can be used to talk about God in this text. Think about it. God lights a lamp. God grabs a broom and sweeps it. God pursues. God seeks. God searches. God scrambles all over God's house until finally God discovers you. And me, because we are just that valuable. The message that I gave to the children this morning was not arbitrary. That is the image that I get of this parable in 2019. It is the image of God taking a broom and a flashlight and going into the pew and finding me and you, even when we feel lost or distant from God. Because we are just that valuable to God. Speaking of coins, I recall um, some years ago, my father was a big uh, coin collector growing up. He used to like to collect coins and uh, baseball cards. 
And some years ago, uh, mom and dad were cleaning out the closets in the house, and they were cleaning out some coin sets, including a dozen coin sets that my dad purchased for me in the year that I was born to commemorate uh, my being born. And so there were a dozen of these coin sets that came directly from the, the Mint, the United States Treasury, and none of the coins um, entered into circulation, so they were very shiny and they were all in cases. You know, you had a, a dollar and a quarter and a, and a nickel and a dime and a penny. And so he, he gave me these um, a dozen uh, coin sets. And I, I looked at them and they were kind of rather bulky and all in these cases. And I thought to myself, I wonder if they're worth something. And I said, well, maybe I'll keep two of these and see if I can get something from the other ten. So I stopped off in Naples at one of these coin and pawn stores, and I'm thinking, what am I doing? You know, it was not a particularly safe place. And I, and I walk up to the counter, and there's a woman behind the counter, and she's smoking a cigarette. And she has these um, uh, reading glasses on that she looks and expecting certain items. And I, and I put the 10 coins uh, on, on, on the case, and I said, tell me what these are worth. And, and she puts down her cigarette, and she puts her glasses on, and she squints, and she looks at them. She takes her glasses off, and she said... Well, I tell you what, each one of these coin sets is worth $1.91. But because I feel bad for you, I'll round it up to $2 each. <laughs> and we both laughed together, and I took the coin sets, and I was walking away. And she said, young man, and she shook her, her finger at me. She said, might you realize that those coins have a certain value that you can appraise that no other appraiser in this world can value. I thought about that. And I said, she is exactly right. And such is the same for our spiritual lives. Often we make believe that God wouldn't want to go searching God's house to find us because we're only worth, you know, a dollar and 91 cents. But part of what this, teacher, this parable teaches is that we are very valuable to God. We are appraised, our lives are worth it so much that God, the God of all heaven and majesty, will go and turn on a lamp and take out a broom and sweep the floor inside God's own house to discover you and I again. This a dynamic to God's personality, this desire of God to search and pursue someone who's lost is uh, not just in this parable, in the parable of, of the lost coin, but it's in the Old Testament and the New Testament as well in other places. I'm reminded of the scripture passage that Pastor Kathy read for us just a few moments ago from Psalm 139. I love verses 7 and 8. The psalmist asked himself a rhetorical question out loud. He says, God, where can I go from your presence? Where can I flee from your spirit? That's verse 7. And then in verse 8, the psalmist answers his own questions. Nowhere. For as high as the heavens are, you are present, and as low as the depths are, you are present for me. You can find me high or low, clean or dirty, dark or light, wherever I am, you will not lose sight of me. And then later in the New Testament, you hear the Apostle Paul echoing the same kind of language in one key place in his letter to the church in Rome, Romans 8.38. Remember that great scripture? Paul said, for I am convinced that neither life nor death, nor angels, nor demons, nor rulers or principalities, 
nor what is present, nor what is to come, nor anything in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ. If you came to God's house this morning feeling perhaps a little bit lost or separated from God, know that God is not separated from you. For the God in the parable of the lost coin lights the lamp and sweeps and searches until you are found and rejoicing in the presence of God once more. About 10 years ago, there was a story that came out of Chicago. It was a story about the Donnelly Printing Company. If you're unfamiliar with the Donnelly Company in Chicago, they own a lot of industrial printing presses, and they are responsible for many of the print magazine uh, rectangular inserts that are in the magazines for uh, uh, renewal subscription notices. And so they have a lot of red ink, you know, renew your subscription now, and those, those uh, cards easily fall out of the magazine. Well, about uh, 10 years ago, in one of their printing presses up in Chicago, a spring broke in the printing press. And it just so happened that a rancher in the small town of Aurora, Colorado, received 9,445 subscription renewal notices for his Sports Illustrated Well, this rancher began to trek back and forth from his house to the mailbox every day, carrying huge piles of subscription renewal notices. He didn't know what to do. He started with the post office, and he he told the post office clerk what had been going on, and the post office said, "Uh, uh, no, uh, this address is in fact correct from the magazine. And so he contacted Sports Illustrated as well, and he said, look, I've got all these subscription renewal notices uh, coming to me. You've got to do something about it. And they said, no, wait, we've got it right in the computer. And so day after day, he would trek from home to his mailbox carrying these great big piles of thousands of subscription renewal notices. And finally, he had just had enough, so he took out his cell phone, he dialed the 1-800 number, and he said, I give up, I'll take the subscription. (laughs) You ever wondered just how far God will go to pursue us and find us. He'll turn on the lamp. He'll even sweep the floor so that you and I can be found again. You came to God's house and worship this morning feeling lost, separate, alone, or distant from God. Know that there is no darkness or no dirt that will stop God from finding you. And when God does, there will be rejoicing in heaven.